This is Talking Work. I'm Deborah Ishihara. Today we're going to find out what's been happening in Lithuania, as I understand there are some changes, particularly to do with pay. Welcome to Talking Work, the employment law podcast by Use Laboris. In each episode, we invite a different guest to discuss what's happening in the world of work. If you're an HR professional of any kind, this podcast is for you. I have with me today Jovita Valakaite, Managing Associate in our Lithuanian firm Cobalt, to talk to us about all the things that are happening in the field of employment in Lithuania. So without further ado, let's hear from Jovita. Jovita, lovely to have you here. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me. Let's start by thinking about employees who are sent to Lithuania from other countries. What can you tell me about the rules around that and the things employers need to look out for, Jovita? Right. If the employees from third countries are being sent to Lithuania, the host entity may be liable if their salary was not paid or was not fully paid by the employer. In addition, the host company may receive an administrative fine if the employees, who are third country nationals, do not have all migration-related permits and documents. And is there any way to mitigate these risks? Yes, luckily there are. The host company may avoid liability by asking to review migration-related documents in advance. In particular, the host company should ask for a residence permit, a work permit, and a passport of the employees who are being sent to Lithuania. However, for most companies, this can be challenging as additional resources will be required. Moreover, the host company should also have the know-how on what to look for and which documents are in line with the laws. Okay, so something that you've mentioned to me that's worth people knowing is that in some situations, contractors can be found liable if their subcontractors fail to pay their employees properly. Um, Could you explain a bit about how this situation might arise and what kind of sanctions the contractor might face? Is there law or case law about this, for example? Correct. Both the Labour Code and the Law on Employment have been revised to reflect these changes. There are no fines associated with failure to pay salary. However, it's important to note that the employees may initiate a legal claim and a request for unpaid salary as well as penalties. Under the laws, the employees may name the host company or contractor as co-respondent in a case regarding unpaid salary. If the employer does not have sufficient funds to pay the salaries that are due, the host company or contractor shall cover the salaries. And it is important to note that the host company or contractor will only have to pay the portion of the salary that is associated with work in their project. For example, a specific assignment or a construction site of the contractor. Nonetheless, participation in a legal dispute results in additional administrative burden, so we try to consult our clients on how they can mitigate these risks. What we recommend our clients to do is to review the contracts with the foreign entities and tighten the liability related to failure to pay salaries to the employees. In some cases, delayed payment for services could also be a good option in order to manage the risk. Now, every year, very often in January, the minimum wage in uh, a few countries goes up. Um, Lithuania is no exception to that. But this year, the rate of the increase was fairly significant. Jovita, could you give us the figures for this year compared to last year and explain a little about how this came about and what kind of difference it might make? Sure. 
As of January 1st, minimum monthly salary has increased from 642 euro to 730 euro gross. While this is still below average minimum salary in the EU, it is a significant increase for Lithuania. The changes in minimum salary are mostly due to rapidly growing average monthly salary, which was almost 1,600 euro gross in the fourth quarter of 2021, and as well as increasing inflation. Inflation is becoming um, more and more worrying. Do employers need to do anything to incorporate the new minimum wage into employment contracts or will this just happen automatically? Well, yes, changes in minimum salary mean that the employers who have been paying a salary which just slightly exceeds the minimum salary should now review their employment contracts. This is because the salary exceeding minimum salary is not increased automatically and the employees cannot pay below the minimum salary approved by the government. Also, the employers who have been paying around 730 euro previously should probably review their contracts as well. While last year the sum was quite a bit above minimum monthly salary, This year, it is close to it and will no longer be considered a fair wage for work an employee is performing. Under Lithuanian laws, a qualified employee cannot be paid minimum monthly salary because this type of salary is guaranteed as minimum compensation for the employees who do not require any qualification. Any employees who do need a qualification, some previous work experience, and so on, should be paid above minimum salary. And are there any other changes related to salary that are happening, Jovita? Actually, yes. In addition to the changes in minimum salary, the employers are now obliged to transfer salaries to the employee's bank account. And this is a new obligation because prior to January 1st, the employers had the option to pay out the salaries in cash However, this year, the government is doubling down on their efforts to decrease so-called shadow economy. So we have this new change as well. Well, thank you very much for the update, Jovita. You can find Jovita's contact details in the notes to this episode, and mine are there too. You're always welcome to contact me on anything to do with employment law. And if you need to know who to contact in a particular country, say, I'll put you in touch with the right person. Do browse around our website. By the way, there's lots of information there on all sorts of employment-related topics at useaboris.com. Thanks for listening, and do join us again next time. That's it for this episode of Talking Work. But we'll be back very soon with more insights from our guests from around the world. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit usaboris.com to access all our content resources and tools.